Welcome to the She's Fabulous Show. I'm Marianne Lim Favier. For the past 30 years, I honed my expertise to be one of the leaders in the financial services industry. Outside of work, I'm a volunteer life coach active in global communities for women. Successful as I may appear now, life has not been easy. In this podcast, I will share with you how I am able to turn hardships along my life journey into stepping stones to achieve my dreams. To me, a fabulous woman is she who courageously overcomes life challenges with grace, inspires others, and remains unstoppable. Whatever situation you are in now, choose to be fabulous. Welcome to the show. To She's Fabulous Show. In this episode, I would want to answer one of the questions thrown to us by uh, one of the women leader woman leader in uh, the women community where I am uh, attending our sessions every month. So for this month, uh, we were asked to share and think about our favorite life coach and to give a bit of sharing how that particular life coach manifested in our life and if somebody who sees us can identify that, you know, we are uh, living the life according to that favorite life coach. So it's quite difficult to sit down and think about what could be a favorite life coach because I think life coaches can change uh, depending on our situation in life and what we are going through. Uh, it depends on what stage in life we are. When we are going through a certain challenge or something new happens in our life, we tend to look at life coaches to be able to inspire us. And sometimes when we're just looking around and browsing, all of a sudden a particular phrase uh, would pop out to us and speak to us. Or when we are reading books or even sometimes conversing with people, right, and talking to them, there would be a particular uh, quote that will speak to us at that moment, even though, you know, it's not the first time you've heard it, but, you know, you wonder how come you've heard it before, but it doesn't really ring a bell to you when you heard it at probably, you know, at some other earlier time. So it's quite a difficult assignment to think about uh, and share in our next meeting. But then uh, I realized there's this uh, quote that every time I would think of what, what is something that would inspire me would come across to my mind and has been a bit consistent all throughout my, my uh, life stages. But most importantly, I think when I started entering age 40, when everybody is saying that life begins at 40, then that's when yeah, you get to realize, hey, why is it, uh, why, did, why did they come up with the quote, life begins at 40? So you try to find whatever is like the thinking behind, you know, such saying, right? But one, one particular quote that I can share is the one from Maya Angelou. It says, my mission in life is not merely to survive, but to thrive and to do so with some passion, some compassion, some humor and style. So let me repeat that. My mission in life is not merely to survive, but to thrive and to do so with some passion, some compassion, some humor and style. So the reason why I like this uh, particular quote is uh, having gone through a lot of challenges in my 51 years of existence, I realized that challenges uh, and problems 
just come and go. And at the end, what matters is how we are able to overcome them or how we are able to respond to them. And since we know that these are things that will never go away, you know, there is no life that, that is free of challenges and problems, then it makes sense that since we cannot change this reality, that our life will always have problems and challenges, then it makes sense to look at the thing that we can change, right? And what we can change is actually the way we respond to it. So I thought, okay, if every time I will uh, encounter some problems, then I need to find a way, you know, how to make it a worthwhile experience. Because if you think about it, if particular problem comes up, you don't have any choice. You cannot avoid it, right? You need to go through it. You need to solve it or otherwise you get defeated by it. But if you really want to solve it and overcome it, there's no point of avoiding it, right? But what you can do, what you can influence is actually the experience. That particular challenge, if you can change the experience, then it probably will be something that you can look back to at some point in your life with gratitude and with a feeling of some satisfaction that you're able to overcome it in the best way possible. So what I'm trying to say is, if we experience life and try to inject passion, compassion, humor, and style would be to me, I mean, I always would say, it's okay to be problematic as long as you don't look like it. It's okay to get old as long as you don't look like, you know, an old person. It's okay to go through a particular problem as long as, you know, in the end, you, you look like you are not beaten by that particular problem, right? So I think when we are encountering something, trying to change uh, the impact or the effect or the experience uh, will benefit us after all. So uh, when I look at how do you inject passion or compassion or humor and style. So, for example, if I have a new project coming in in the office and I don't have any choice because I'm being paid to do my job, right? And uh, there's nothing that I can do. I need to deliver. What what can make that particular order or instruction or, you know, deliverable, more uh, enjoyable is trying to find ways to enrich the experience. So, for example... I'm asked to deliver a certain system enhancement and it has to be on a weekend and we need to like work Friday, Saturday, Sunday and it has to be like until midnight and, and this is something I can relate because last night I was still, we are doing some deployment in our system and uh, I need to stay with the team until 11 or 12 because I need to sign off that everything was like deployed properly. So I can just make the experience as, you know, all of us uh, trying to work and wait until 11, but I can also contribute something else, right? So for example, in the lull time where we are waiting for another group to work on it and we are uh, idle, uh, you can organize something uh, with the group while waiting to make it an experience. For example, uh, having dinner together. So that's what we did. We uh, tried to enjoy dinner uh, and uh, enjoy the company. And, and uh, even if it's like a virtual event, it somehow uh, makes the task a bit more enjoyable. And, you know, we had good love. Uh, we had good catch up. And when the, when the time Timing comes that it's our team to go back and work on the system at around 11. Uh, even though we stayed until late, 
at least it gave us a different experience and it enhances our relationship rather than just, you know, waiting at your own and uh, sulking and struggling that, hey, how come we're, we're, we need to work until Sunday, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, bottom line is we can make the experience more pleasant one if we want to by applying a bit of our passion, compassion, and humor. Uh, same with, I think, uh, for mothers. This is something that I usually would advise mothers coming to me for uh, advice on, you know, that they are feeling uh, demotivated and unappreciated and all that. And I think it boils down with mothers being used to the idea that since we are mothers we're supposed to give sacrifices like you know we are it's common and it's expected from us to somehow sacrifice for the family for our children and i think uh for me i am not denying that as mothers it's basic instinct for us to sacrifice for our children but if we have the means we shouldn't be depriving ourselves of the good things in life as well right so some mothers would say, oh, I don't want to buy that nice dress because I'm saving up if my children would need it. So I think, you know, uh, by living life and uh, doing our roles uh, as mother, as a daughter, or as a sister, or as a colleague, or whatever, we can always uh, make the experience better if we try to do things that enhances our positive feelings about it. So for me, like in the office, if I have like a very difficult meeting going on the next day, I try to make sure I pick out like a nice dress uh, that will make me feel more confident when I do the presentation or I, I discuss about a certain challenging situation. So if you do things, uh, you know, the difficult things with style, it makes you uh, up to the challenge and it makes, you know, the experience more interesting. And especially now when social media is everywhere, right? If you show up not looking your best, not feeling your best, and all are like documented. Maybe at some point you will regret that, oh, how come I didn't, you know, it's like documented and a photo is there that you are looking not at your best and somehow it overall will affect you the way you show up. So that's more of like my sharing that uh, we need to show up every day. But uh, how we show up depends on uh, what we put into the particular situation. So if you can show passion, compassion, humor, and style, then why not try to make it very good experience for you and for others as well? Because uh, you will surely be projecting just positive vibes. So that's my sharing on this topic, and I hope you enjoy it. If you want to listen to more, please connect with me through my Facebook and Instagram and my personal blog. And I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so honored to have you here. Now, if you'd like to keep going and you want to know more about our mentorship, training programs, and done-for-you services, come on and visit me over at soulrichwoman.com. S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H woman.com And if you happen to get this episode from a friend or a family member, be sure to subscribe to our email list over there because once you've subscribed, you'll become one of my Soul Rich Woman family. Remember, life has no rewind button. Why continue to be ordinary when you have a choice to be fabulous? Sending you some inspiration and I'll speak to you soon.